Good afternoon, and welcome to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. Do you want to help make the world a better place but don't know where to start? Join us as we explore the possibilities on today's show with inspiring guests, uplifting music, and new ideas. So let's get started. Here are your hosts, Laurieann Rising and Uncle Mark Olmstead. Welcome to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. I'm your host, Laurieann Rising. And I'm your host, Uncle Mark Olmstead. If you haven't found us on social media yet, please do. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So just visit riseandshineas1.com. Click on Contact Us to find the links to all the different podcasting platforms, as well as the social media links you'll need to like and follow us on your favorite site. So last week, we had an amazing conversation with a guy named Jeffrey Van Dyke, the Courageous Messenger. And Okay, I can honestly say it was life-changing for me, and, and I'm, I'm not understating that, um, or overstating, I guess would be the term, right? Wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd, yeah, be, that'd be the like term, that. right? Something like that. Okay. Um, and the, the extended conversation after the show went even deeper than we, we got to on the actual program. So if you want to see what he's capable of, check out last week's show, then go to our fan club to get the extended conversation where he actually did a bit of coaching with me. And I am just, I'm just so grateful to this generous, talented, amazing, courageous man. So please avail yourself to his, his wisdom and, uh, and check out the show. Yeah. And, and just that show had an impact on me. I wasn't even the one getting coaching, um, but it was, it was definitely worth checking out. So please do. And today we have with us Portland's first lady of the drum blues. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I can't drum roll on the mic, can I? No, no, no really please do don't. Okay, do LaRonda Steele is the 2016 to 2019 Muddy Award winner for Best Female Vocalist and a member of the Cascade Blues Association Hall of Fame. She began her musical journey in Jones, Oklahoma at age 13, singing her first solo in church one Sunday. Her journey continued to Portland, Oregon, Peretta, Italy, and beyond, culminating into a powerful legacy of musical experiences with local, national, and international artists. She's the director of the Portland Interfaith Gospel Choir and music director for the Portland Center for Spiritual Living. The CD, Rock Me Baby, with organist King Louis Payne, received four out of five stars in Downbeat Magazine and is being played throughout Europe. She also enjoys working on her own band, the LaRonda Steele Band, in which her husband Mark, not this Mark, her own Mark, is the <laughs> keyboardist and co-producer of their collaboration, Artistic Differences, which features 12 original songs by the duo. Welcome, Welcome LaRonda. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah. thank you for being here. What My goodness. What a treat it is. We're, oh, we're, we're, we're finding out the perks of having a radio program. This is, this is wonderful. <laughs> we're loving this. Yeah. So uh, really great to have you with us today. So yeah. when did you write your first song? Oh, boy. You know, you know, I wrote my first song kind of in, uh, uh, in 94. I, I, it took mm -hmm. me a while to start writing songs and me feeling, too. Com com mm -hmm. feeling comfortable with, with, what I have to say is important. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
had, my critic was just so very loud <laughs> that I couldn't get anything out. You know, it shamed everything away. So, oh. um, are you a fellow I, Virgo? Oh no, I'm a I'm a Pisces. So uh, gentle. okay. Well, well, I'm certainly glad you got rid of your critic, or at least Absolutely. learned how to work with it a little bit differently. I should say, maybe. yes, hire yes. him on. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. My husband oh. and I wrote a few songs together. He had uh, my first CD, which is Artistic Differences. We wrote a few songs together, and that started me doing that. And then, um, and then once I wrote a couple of things here and there, and and when I got uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. That's when I really started to say, okay, life is short. Um, I need to say something. So um, mm -hmm. I just kind of started writing. Full Growth Woman, Letter to God, um, New Name. Um, and I've written several things for church. As, as you know, it's uh, whatever the minister's theme is for the month, you know, and if you know the philosophy, come up, uh, I've come up with several of those uh, that we've used at Portland Center for Spiritual Living. So, wow, you mentioned being diagnosed with breast cancer. That, I imagine, would be really significant for you. Would you share a little bit more about that? Well, one of, um, other than music and my children, one of the uh, most significant things that has happened to me in my life is I was diagnosed in um, 2013 with stage three breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And that is something that shook my world, was just so unexpected and and just really took me to a place of, I mean, I, I've never fainted in my life, but I came, mm. came so close to fainting. It was, it was so uh, unreal. It was surreal. Um, so I now am uh, in this coming up in December 2020, I will be eight years cancer free. And wow. I can attest that it's been, it's been a journey and that music, the, um, the power of music and community and the love from my family brought me through. So I want to say I'm continually saying thank you to the people who love my music and even those who don't. I mean, just, just for those who supported, supported me and the family during that time. I mean, I am here. Um, because of that love and that support. And, and I'm so grateful. So to me, that's like, I always want to say that Susan G. Coleman was a part of that. I, 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 through uh, that organization, I was able to find some free screening. Um, that was one of the barriers that I, um, that I had when I, uh, uh, before I got the diagnosis. I, I'm not sure. I just didn't know where to go. But Susan G. Coleman got me there. So Wow. Oh my gosh. That's that's pretty incredible. So it that sounds like at least a, a turning point or an obstacle or or definitely a life changing the experience. Kind of, the kind that's... of times when you find out who your friends are and mm. you you get to actually I, I just love that song. Uh it's not a blues song, but that uh uh it's a it's a country song about live like you were dying. Yeah, oh, Tim McGraw. I just that's I feel it. like there's so much available that we take for granted on such a constant basis. And yeah. um, so, so maybe uh, to play this first song, would you like to dedicate that song to uh, anyone in particular then? Well, I dedicate this song to all of those men and women who are going through um, a tough, 
a tough time physically, maybe with cancer, with, with anything that takes you away from who you are. See, during the treatment, I, I forgot who I was. I thought I was the pain in my body. I thought I was the surgery. I thought I was a failure, you know, and I forgot. And this song helped me remember that, baby. I remembered who I was, a full-grown woman. All right. Nice. All so right. this song was inspired by that. Well, fantastic. Yes. So we'll we'll listen to that one and be right back. Oh yeah. This song is for the full grown woman. She knows what she wants and knows how to get. She'll buy you some breakfast and have her way with you. You're in so deep You just might regret it But there ain't nothing, nothing you can do She's a full-grown woman Tested, tried, and true Full-grown woman, baby She got her eye on you Gonna cast my net I'm gonna reel you in Rhonda's looking for the one with the, uh, prettiest. the prettiest spin. <laughs> when I smile on you, when I look your way, nothing in your world will ever be the same. I'm a full-grown woman, tested, tried, and true. Yeah. I'm a full-grown woman, baby, and I got my Drag through the pouring rain, pain all through my body. Felt like I'd never be the same. And with a lot of love, and with a lot of time, fire still burning bright, and I'm still in the fire, baby. I'm a full-grown woman, been tested, trying and true.
this full-growed woman from LaRonda Steele's Yes, Please album. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. I, I, I think we should need, we need to be doing more music in our shows. I think you this always is... want to do more music. Okay. You would do just an entire show of music. He's there's kind that. of a musician and a songwriter, right? Yeah, yeah well, there's, there's that. You know, Something I, I like guess that. maybe I'm biased, okay? But, you know, I think that, okay. It's this, a good this bias, kind of, though. Can, can we go into, I, I really want to just ask uh, maybe one of these questions that's kind of important to me here. But uh, like, okay, we're talking about music. LaRonda, what is your perspective on the role music has to play in shaping our society and moving forward? Oh boy, I mean that's that's a a big question. Um, so I'll I'll start with saying that I grew I had the um, pleasure I I was gifted with growing up in a musical family. Hmm. So my father's got this beautiful bass voice, and my mother has this gorgeous tenor voice, and we grew up in church. Um, in churches where there were um, just a lot of music. So we got the opportunity to sing all the time. So I was learning things about harmonies and, and um, um, uh, different phrasings at a very early age. And so um, what that I think does for kids is that it gives you an, a way of expressing yourself, a way, uh, um, uh, what is it? A, um, um, a tool for self-expression. And also if, um, see, I, I didn't go and get the formal training. So, but what I've heard about kids who do study music, uh, um, that their brains are just mm-hmm. more, they're just better. <laughs> I don't know if you said they yeah. have better brains. I mean, no. they just have, have a way of using, um, um, using their full full brain capacity mm-hmm. um, and you can see the different parts both sides of the brain lights up when you are performing music when you're studying it and I just think that that um, cutting that part out is is just a big it's a big loss for kids if, if they don't have that to express don't have that to learn so mm-hmm. I, I think it's crucial Let's- I, I work Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Certainly, at at an early age like that, it, it it's like you're saying the brain development and and mm-hmm. there's it's up to that what seven year point that the actual that your brain is. I've I've heard, uh, isn't it uh, Lipton Bruce Lipton talking about how the brain you don't have to teach a child anything up until age seven he says uh, or something to paraphrase him he says that uh, that they that a child's brain is like a video camera that's just constantly downloading everything that's taking place directly into the subconscious and mm-hmm. and i think if if uh if a child has this musical input early on mm-hmm. i think you're right i think the better brain is, is a perfect description uh, that, that let's takes, keep that let's coin that up hey brain. i like that i like I, I didn't get it though i never got it that early i was like you know, so. I, you know, that's why i say i was gifted with it my family everybody sang oh. i mean we were constant my sister and i constantly harmonizing love to listen to the radio and uh it, it's just a whole part of who we are and and i want to say another thing too i got the opportunity to work with norman sylvester in um, uh, Ir- at Irving, uh, I think elementary school, and we work with uh, a teacher.
picture there that had the children, had the kids writing poetry and Norman about a certain subject, any or any subject that they wanted. So we, Norman took those words, turned those words into songs and created a whole CD of the kids' works. Wow. And, um, oh, and I was wow. brought in to kind of do some background oohs and ahs and, and kind of help out. And what an amazing, uh, just a beautiful, um, thing to be involved with because it gives it gives kids voice you know what I mean mm -hmm. it, it honors their voice and their opinion about things and then you turn it into a cd and so now you're a recording artist at you, you know in the fifth grade in the sixth oh, grade you're a recording artist you know wow. and Norman was so wonderful with the kids and and it was a great experience so that's why I, I know that music is crucial in, in, and also brain development but, and for me, it was an emotional outlet. When I don't, mm. didn't have anything else good going on in my life, I could turn to music or my favorite song and, and it would just change the, your mood or it would give you the outlet to cry or yell or, or, or you know, be in love, all those things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that leaves me to the, the thought of another question that I had. Obviously, mm. you're this amazing musician. Who are your musical heroes? Oh, wow. I've got, you know, it's interesting. I've got a lot of different heroes and sheroes. Um, I love, of course, love Aretha Franklin. There's a woman called Angela, named Angela Winbush, who I just, oh my God, I fell in love with her voice and her stylings. And um, she is who I kind of first started to try to sound like. She would hold these beautiful long notes with great vibrato at the end and oh i just mm. love that so <laughs> i would practice that um there's also mavis staples with her low rich voice there's coco taylor who growls the blues <laughs> um man i like foreigner i like uh steve perry man i <laughs> just mm. like a lot of different people so um musical heroes heroes around here you know norman Norman Sylvester is one of my heroes. I grew up doing music. When I moved here from uh, Oklahoma, I grew up musically with Norman. He hired me and groomed me, and I saw how a true professional musician performs night after night after night with energy, with involvement. He cares about the people that's listening to him. So I, I would have to say he's one of my, he's one of my heroes. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're coming up on needing to take a little bit of a break, but I know you've been, you, you've got a CD out and working on music and, you know, the kind of music that can really bring us together and talk about current events and, mm -hmm. and really have a, a deep meaning. So you know, tell us a little bit about that song coming up after the break. Well, the song, um, that's coming up, it's called Carolina, uh, The Pain of Love. Um, I, was, I wrote that song along with my um, uh, musical mate, Mr. Edward Snyder. And we wrote it about um, all the mass shootings that were happening in our country and around the world. It was, um, it's based on the, the Carolina shooting when the young man went into the, the African-American church and sat through a prayer meeting and then he shot all those people. And mm -hmm. that just horrified, horrified us all. And it just made me really think how, how ill a person has to be for something like that to come through 
them and and uh, you know what I mean for them to do something like that and I thought about the people in the prayer meeting um, maybe sensing that something wasn't right but taking this young man in and still having the prayer meeting possibly knowing that that something could happen I just so I I um, wrote a song called Carolina the pain of love and because I, I started to ask many friends how they were feeling about it. And I used direct quotes mm -hmm. from them. They, they just said, I just don't know. My heart is, so a lot of the lyrics in it are, are from people that I um, spoke with and, and um, found out how, how they were feeling about it. Wow. Wow. That's that going to be wonderful. That sounds like so we're, we're going to listen to that right after the break here. In our changing world, how can you protect the self-esteem, confidence, and dreams of the children you love in just five minutes a day, even from a distance? To learn more about Uncle Mark's best indie book award-winning kids book, his music, and resources to support families, visit truesunbeam.com. And if you're an author or musician with a similar mission, learn how to be a guest on the Rise and Shine radio show. Visit Uncle Mark at truesunbeam.com. Are you a woman who's tired of staying silent and people-pleasing at the expense of your own health, wealth, and happiness? Discover the roadmap to self-confidence and freedom in Laurieann Rising's international award-winning book, You, Rising, Reclaim Your Life, Live Your Purpose. And if you're an author whose nonfiction or memoir makes a powerful difference, you're invited to be a guest on the Rise and Shine radio show. For books, resources, and show details, visit laurieannrising.com. That has seized us 
Welcome back. You are listening to Rise and Shine. And you just heard one of LaRonda Steele's soulful songs, Carolina, The Pain of Love. Obviously, that brings me to the idea that, that the reason we call this show Rise and Shine is that 
it's not just about the rising. It's also about realizing what it is we're rising from. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, so thank you, Laronda. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I just felt like it needed to be said. It was so sad, you know, mm-hmm. and um, that's that other, other way of expressing. I, I am all for, I love to be happy and I love to, to, uh, to sing happy things and, and sexy things and, and bright things, but sometimes your soul is just needing to express a little bit of pain too. And that's a part of it. That yeah. Is, well, is. and I, I wish I could say that song wasn't as relevant as it still is. I mean, mm-hmm. these, these things are still happening. And so I'm, I'm sure that's touched Knock on wood. many hearts. We're, hopefully it ends soon. Yes. Well, and figuring out what our role in that ending, I believe, is uh, is is our our job here and our our opportunity, and yeah. and I, I I do believe that music has a role in that, and I'm 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 grateful for the um, for for those of us who are able and willing to to illuminate. Yes, experiences yeah. <laughs> artistically and to, to bring us to that awareness and to a deeper feeling and connection to that awareness. So mm-hmm. thank you, LaRonda. Yeah, well, definitely. Thank you. Well, well, I know you have had a long and amazing career for sure. And I understand there is an award you were recently awarded. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very recently. Um, so will, will you share a little bit about that with us? I am so excited. Uh, I am newly inducted into the Oregon Music Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Wow. So what are some of the things that they look at when they're looking at nominees for, for that award? I, I believe they're looking at um, people who have been a part of um, the music scene and the music culture in Portland for an extended period of time and who has, I, I would say, positively influenced the, uh, uh, the music scene. And what else? Uh, I don't know. I've just, just been blessed with being consistent and showing up in authenticity and um you know i just think it's because i haven't gone anywhere there you go <laughs> you know what i mean i haven't gone yeah. to the other side it's like laronda's still here after 25 years still singing strong i've raised my family here and they're a part of the fabric of the music scene as well and my husband is a great pianist and and we have um we have shown up as uh, a family for a lot of the music around um, uh, Oregon and so Portland mainly. And I, I think that's a part of it. Girl, I don't know why they gave it to, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we have seen you perform and I can say oh, you yeah. definitely earn it and deserve it. Every and it time is, you are on stage, amazing. girl, I'm telling you what, you, you leave it on the stage and that, that shows. And it's, I'm just it's felt, crazy enough. I can't uh, do anything else but that. So you yeah. got it going, girl. Okay. So, so you got started you, your first performance. Was at church at what age? 
I was about 13 years old. Oh my goodness. And my sister and I joined this church in Jones, Oklahoma. It was Pleasant Ridge Baptist Church. Mm. And we got baptized. And mm. um and we joined the choir because we we sang at home all the time. My mom was in yeah. the choir at her church and and um my grandpa was an evangelist and, and my mom had three other sisters and they sang together in a quartet. So Very yeah. awesome. Okay. Uh, and so what is your your creative process like? I mean, do you do you start with the lyric? Do you do you feel something vocally? melodically and then find words to that or does it happen both at the same time or what is that what how does that happen for you for me for me there are little melodies that come to me it's almost like they're the i'll be sleeping or i'll be you know just waking up from sleep and i'll hear music in Mm. my hear a melody in my head and then i have to grab my phone and sleepily sing it in there um so it's happened to me that way other times it's happened um, by having a theme, especially when I'm doing stuff for the center, for the church, um, there are themes. And then I just start to write about that theme. How do I feel about it? So I do just an overall write, and then I start to make it into the poem, you know, the couplets, the rhyming couplets and, and make it make sense that way. So. Okay, the meter and stuff kind of comes later, right. and that I mean, you, you you really started, but but it sounds like you often start with the actual melody. I and, I think I do, I do. To, I've yeah. got melodies, wow. coming. and and they're really only they're, they're simple melodies, and they're not very long. So I take these to my musical partners, and I say, you know, I I offer the melody and the theme, and I say, let's co-write. I've I've done a mm-hmm. lot of co-writing that way. Mm-hmm. Do you play uh, instrument? I do not. Yeah, I don't. But I know how to poke the notes out. There you go. You know what yep. I mean? <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely. No, that's that is the that is definitely the my my relationship to a piano is, is <laughs> note note poking, and and I still don't read music playing guitar. Mm-hmm. So I've i you know I've got some chords figured out and stuff. But so do, do you ever get stuck on a song? Like you know it's there, but you can't quite you know or you have uh, to get, get something get done, through or but, you know but it, it just doesn't show up the the rest of the lyrics don't like writer's block or... well you know I, I had this song that i wrote um for uh for the center it was it's called um i choose to be happy um it, it's a really cool song um i choose to be happy i choose to be free i choose to live authentically right here in the moment far from the past each step that I take, it sets me free at last. So that came clearly to me. That's the chorus. And then I was like, okay, what am I going to say about this? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty. Now what? <laughs> I was like, said it all, but that's just the chorus. So I had to start writing the verses. And then um, I, 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 wrote, I wrote the song like maybe two years ago, right? And so I, I just re-performed it and just totally redid the lyrics. So in terms of, of, of a block, I listened to the lyrics that I had uh, recorded earlier and I was like, I just really don't like those. There was a couple of lines that I really liked, but, but I was under a little bit of pressure to get it out. Mm-hmm. And so now with COVID, I've had time to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to really look at it 
And so we wrote it and I absolutely love it. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Okay. And that's um, coming up on an album somewhere or a CD? It, it should. Uh, I need to. Um, yeah. Well, you know, and, and actually I'm, I'm pretty well, uh, pretty excited about the, the, the varieties of things that the musicians are doing now as well. Um, uh, and I, I, I can refer to your spirit of freedom CD with this idea in mind that, that the, the stories that you've incorporated in between the songs that, that is so it, oh, it, that is it, powerful. It's powerful. It is really. I've listened to it a couple of times, and it is. Karen, um, it, these are these are her accounts. These are true accounts of what she experienced, and 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 the music. It's what I told Karen about this CD is that the music is so authentic to who I am. I grew up singing this kind of music, so mm-hmm. it, it it just felt so right and so perfect. And to me like what she called a, a lily white lady um, who had the passion for, for, um, for, for justice for people. She said, you know, she decided this isn't right. I don't know what to do, but I'm going to do what I can. And she got involved um, with the SNCC organization, Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. And she was beaten, oh, as, you, as you get the CD, but she was in prison and she almost lost her life a couple of times and and to be able to sing the music that goes along with that is so powerful it's so powerful and there is a song on the cd called in the mississippi river Mm -hmm. um it was written it's it's actually uh, an original song written by mr marshall jones about the bodies that they pulled out of the mississippi river um, the bodies of the black men and the body. There was a, a couple of SNCC, uh, uh, SNCC participants that were pulled out of the river. And can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's, just, it's just so powerful. And I, I, I think it's the most important work that I've done. Um, mm-hmm. It's important to keep um, those stories alive. It's important for people to hear those uh those stories those recollections of that time so we can remember to not go there again you know mm-hmm. so we can mm-hmm. remember what not to do right Absolutely. so yeah Boy, well yeah. and that's a cd it, if i remember correctly it came out recently but it was like last year before the the riot started before george floyd before yeah. you know the 2020 hit uh for everybody so and yet Again, it is so timely. So I know mm. it talks about the civil rights movement in, in the 60s, if I'm... Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and yet it is so today at the same time. It is. And, you, you know, it, what I love about it is that with today's um, um, information age and with video cameras everywhere, and, you know, mm-hmm. cell phones that... that there's really no excuse for not saying that you don't know about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's, there, it's right there for you to see. And, and it, so it's not like it's something that happened way back then. You can't, you can't just blame it on something. Oh, that was then. <laughs> this is right. now. Well, now is that a man can be um, crucified in the streets while people right. are watching. 
You, right. you understand what I'm saying? So right. yeah, it, hasn't changed. Changed. it yeah. hasn't changed. Yep. It, it, it makes us all see it. And then we then can decide what is ours to do. Exactly. You know, what, what is mine to do about it? Mm-hmm. Whether it's write a song or sing a song or, that's or, right. or even whatever level it is. I, I, I really want right. to, I just, if there's some sort of calling, I think it's that, it's that tuning in to what it is. It's mine. Like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And it could be a simple thing. It doesn't have to be going out marching in the streets. It right. could be, it's a simple thing changing your heart, maybe reading up about cultures that are different than your own, smiling at somebody who doesn't look like you. I mean, mm-hmm. boy, th- there are so many things to do that we can do individually to change this. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you, go out, find, and for me too, it's not just, it's not just one-sided. That's true for me as well. Mm. Yeah, as, a, as an African-American, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and as f- from my perspective being a, uh, a a serious fan of yours and a uh, you know it's this is kind of a little starstruck moment but i mean you've gotten to tour and work with some amazing people over the years yeah. and Ooh, i have been so blessed i'm just can, can you uh yeah, name drop a little you bit want, you want to, you want to, <laughs> well, please, please do name drop <laughs> come on been your favorite well, i don't know if you all remember do you remember master drummer uh opo addy with with home the Homawa festival okay okay well this is great education for you this is good i worked with him and we went to lincoln center i think it was back in like 2005 that was my first time going to new york Uh, i've worked with the legend legendary janice marie scroggins and linda hornbuckle okay Um, linda worked with uh curtis salgado and we yeah been several places together. I've worked just recently uh, with Gino Vanelli. Oh my God. Wow. I used to the posters of him on my wall back in <laughs> Oklahoma when I was a teenager. Oh, oh my oh. God. To work with him, I was like, I thought I was in heaven. I, I It was hard <laughs> for me to concentrate on the the oohs and ahs he was having me doing. I was like, oh my God, I'm here with freaking Gino Vanelli. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. So is there, is there anybody you still wish you could work with but haven't had the chance to yet? Oh, my gosh. Um, There's probably Liz. Man. Well, you know what? I want to work with Mavis Staples. I just want to be her background vocalist. If she let me sing some backgrounds, some oohs and ahs and harmonies. Um, who else? Um, I'm kind of an old soul, so I, I, I really appreciate the older artists. Um, I'd like to work with, um, um, uh, what's his name? Shower the People You Love with James Taylor. Oh. I love vocals with him. Um, who else? Uh, of course, Shaka Khan. I would love to work with her, do some background vocals. I mean, I'm, you know, I, have you seen that movie? Uh, was it 20 Feet from Stardom? Or something like that. So, yes. so it sounds familiar. Is yeah, that recent? It's kind of about. It's, it's about like all these women who have been the background vocalists for these major artists. Mm-hmm. And the difference with being a background vocalist as opposed to being the front person. And I can do both. And on a larger stage, I think I would probably feel more comfortable being the background vocalist because <laughs> you get to see everything. You get to see and you feel the energy, but, but all the responsibility isn't yours. <laughs> that would be that would make a That's big difference. Vocal. I'm thinking that would be a big part of 
I could dress up and do whatever I want. Everything that a lead vocalist would do, except the pressure. Of <laughs> yep, yep. Twenty feet from stardom. That's that's yeah. new, that does. I, I does sound familiar. I'm looking forward yeah, to seeing that. I know I haven't seen it yet though. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I I love all a lot of different types of music and especially rock and roll and that southern rock. That's I awesome. really love southern rock. Mm. So um. That's kind of like what I would I would like to do. I think Mavis I'm, really covers that. I'm surprised to hear James Taylor in there. That's that's pretty cool. Oh, I love me James Taylor. Oh, he's he's been he's been an icon in mine for you know well, John well, Denver days there. and all that. Yeah. Well, being in the Hall of Fame, you should reach out to him, and hey. uh, I'm I'm sure he'd be open to that. There you go. You okay. got your he, in now. He would be lucky to get to sing the Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of, uh, of the music kind of like industry or awards and that kind of stuff, if there was anything that you could change from your experience level and, and years in the industry, uh, if anything you could change about the music biz or oh boy, what would you like to see other well, than being paid? Um, you know, <laughs> what was well, that was my first and foremost thing. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, as, uh, as a local, as a local musician, um, you know, I started off in clubs quite a bit and then I've moved now toward, um, you know, uh, being a minister of music at the center and directing the interfaith choir. And so I've moved to different venues. I still do a couple of clubs. So of course the pay rate, um, is something that I think should be definitely looked at. Mm. I also would like to see, um, I'd like to see more music in schools, um, in those public schools that where it's been cut. Mm. To me, I feel, I, I was just thinking about this the other day. I, I thought about you know, um, those artists who make millions of dollars, millions upon millions of dollars, coming back into the communities and setting up a whole music school or going into the public school system and providing rentals for everybody paying. Um, I mean, they have enough salary. I think, listen to me telling them how to mm -hmm. use their money, mm -hmm. but, but having someone be employed for the whole year, paying the salary of the music teacher so that if, if it's about budgeting for the school system, then it doesn't even have to be a part of their budget. Um, someone comes along. That's what I would like to do. Mm -hmm. um, pay a musician, um, a teacher uh, for the whole year, um, pr provide low cost rentals to the students so that kids who can't afford lessons, parents who can't afford lessons can get that. I mean, I touched uh, when I grew up in Oklahoma, um, which was a while ago, I was in the fifth grade and I, and, and there were stringed instruments. I, I played a, a cello and a bass, just, just to be able to touch an instrument and have some level of understanding how to make live music mm. is, I think, paramount. And, and it, that's something I wish I could change. I, mm. I really wish that public schools, mm. instead of cutting the music program, that we found a way to, to fund it fully. In spite of yeah. anything else, I, mm -hmm. that's beautiful. That's absolutely. Yeah. I'm. I'm here. Here. I'm. I'm. Make it a priority. I'm, so let's. Yeah. 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 So any any volunteers out there that uh, that that have their, yeah. you know, this is wondering what to do with your money. 
Yeah, come yeah. on. I yeah, let's, let's wondering what to do with your time. And Start time. reaching yeah, out. Exactly. Creating a foundation. Creating oh, a, there's the, so much, so much good house. that's that's so easy to do. That would be so it, easy. It to really, do. really is. I think about all these other foundations, like the. Uh, well, I'm just thinking Boys and Girls Club, which is wonderful. But you know, you see the Blazers took that on as as a as a. Mm -hmm. a daycare kind of you know what i mean a mm -hmm. night care mm -hmm. whatever uh, um and there's sei which is incredible it does an amazing thing um in communities that are underserved by um offering education uh from zero to to high school i mean there's so many wonderful organizations like that i want to see um music be brought back to the schools and be supported be supported, not just, you know, oh, let's do this. Be supported mm -hmm. financially, uh, gainfully financially for, for the people who are teaching it. Yeah, mm -hmm. for underserved communities, yeah. Well, hey, we, we are actually, we're getting close to the end of our time oh. today. Oh, this is when you're having too much fun. We're, we're gonna okay. have to. Would you, would you be willing to stay a little longer with us, Loranda, and, and uh, to to extend a little, the, extended, little interview extended interview time for show? our for our fan club? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do All right. it. All right. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Well, um, I I know with the lockdowns and shutdowns and things like that, things have definitely changed for musicians. So just real quick before we go, how can listeners find your music and help support you in creating even more in the future? Okay. Well, I, uh, the spirit of freedom CD is on band camp. Um, my other CDs are available on, um, iTunes. Um, I've got some on Spotify. Um, oh boy. And you can always go to my website, LaRondaSteel.com and just message me and i have hard copies here if you want to actually have the hard copy of a cd as opposed to the digital downloads so and i've got about four or five cds out there wonderful Fantastic. well thank you so much and, for joining us on the show and today. make sure you get her name spelled right it's l-a capital r-h-o-n-d-a s-t-e-e-l-e dot com yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Got that. Well, and before we go, dear listeners, we want to thank you for being with us today for your, and for your support. Uh, you're the ones keeping us on the air after all. And if, uh, if you're new to the show or haven't had the opportunity yet, please review the show on whatever platform you're listening and share it with your friends and family to help keep us, you know, here and being able yeah. to share this and, and do this and, and, and have have LaRonda show up because <laughs> you know? yeah. it only takes it only takes a couple of seconds uh but the power of a of a of a promotion a rating a basically a review is uh, is really powerful and then join us in the fan club our family and friends action networking club not only do you get access to extended interviews like the one we're about to have and other bonuses for as little as two dollars a month but your contribution helps keep the lights on for the show. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, LaRonda, for being here. And rather than our typical little exit, we are going to end with one more song from LaRonda's Spirit of Freedom CD called I Woke Up This Morning. So we will see you next week. Enjoy the song. All right. Enjoy. And thanks again, LaRonda. Thank you for having me. 
Listening to Rise and Shine. Please join Lorianne Rising and Uncle Mark Olmstead for another great show next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, keep rising and shining. Stop on the job.